Hello, everyone, and welcome to That Tracks Podcast, the podcast about, I felt like we should have had a tagline there, <laughs> a tagline about, a, a podcast about two dads. Two dads who love theme parks. Yeah. <laughs> we could work on that tagline for all of you. So, you guys will probably have to bear with us today because both Nick and I, we ran the 10K, we the Run Disney 10K during the marathon weekend this morning. So, we were both up at 2 a.m. this morning. That we were. And a little bit tired now. And this was, so I am doing what's called, and we'll get into this more. Oh, yeah. But I'm doing what's called the Dopey Challenge, where I'm running, I ran the 5K yesterday. I ran the 10K this morning. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I run the half marathon. And then on Sunday I run the full marathon. So Ridiculous. <laughs> it's a total of 48.6 miles. I'm tired, but I'm here. And we Have got you this. calculated it out? Like how far, if you started at Walt Disney World, how far can you make it towards Tampa um, at 48 points? I have not, but I've thought about that. Like how, like what's the distance between yeah. the two? I think I'd get pretty close to Tampa. Probably. Yeah. Which is daunting to think about. Like how wide is the state of Florida? I don't know. Can't be. It's like 200 miles wide, right? Probably. Yeah. So a quarter of the way. Yeah. Before we get into run Disney though. Oh yeah. First of all, welcome back. Thank you all so much for your support on our pilot episode. Oh yeah. We really appreciated like all of the positive feedback. You guys had awesome things to say. You gave us good suggestions, um, and we appreciated that. Yeah. Thanks for telling me about my pants. <laughs> I'm wearing a different color today. I appreciate it. There was a lot of there was a lot of fun like comments that we read, and just the, we felt the excitement that you all had for the launch of the pilot episode. And those of you guys that are watch or listening via podcast, and you're not watching on YouTube, um, I was wearing pants that are the same color as my legs, so it looked like I wasn't wearing any pants. Right. Yeah. And if you, if they saw on social media too, there was yeah. they noticed that. So if you guys are interested in following us, we do uh, put the podcast out mm-hmm. in audio form. Correct. We put it on YouTube in video form, and then we have a Instagram. We do. That we've been posting to. And it's that underscore tracks underscore pod. So make sure to give that a follow. We're going to post a lot of like fun reels and clips from the episodes. So if you are primarily listening to the podcast and not watching, you'll be able to see some cool clips from that. And then also um, just like occasionally behind the scenes of like when Tim and I are together in the parks, we'll get posted on there as well. Right. Like we'll be posting some run Disney stuff today. So yes. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun on the course. Again, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I also feel like I need to address the fact that I am aware now of who the Beastie Boys are. Oh, yes. (laughs) You know them. I do. I've looked up their music. I've listened to their music. What do you think? Here's the thing. I, it's not that I had no clue who they were. I didn't realize I knew who they were. Yeah, I didn't know the name. Okay. Same with Alex Trebek. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew who he was. I just it not it wasn't clicking for me. And I think with the Beastie Boys, it boiled down to just like what I was exposed to as a child, and right. that was not one of them. And I say child because honestly, like they were probably pretty popular when I was a kid. They've been around for a long time. Yeah. So um, I've learned, and I feel like I just needed to say that because I we feel accept like, you. Thank you. <laughs> and. We know that you know who the Beastie Boys are. I'm there. I, I, I can't promise that there will be other things that get brought up that Tim says that I'm not aware of that will be uh, frustrating to people. And so I'm just going to go ahead and apologize in advance. Well, but I'm learning. That's the nature of human beings, <laughs> yeah. right? I will and say- not everybody will know everything. I did appreciate the fact that there were a lot of people who messaged me and left comments that they were screaming Aaron Carter um, with the Lizzie McGuire reference. Uh, so now exciting. I've been uh, quoting- Aaron Carter, not quoting, but like mentioning Aaron Carter a lot more. Have you been? 
Yeah, like today on the during the race, yeah, I played Lizzie McGuire singing, which I was proud of you for even knowing that song. I didn't. You said it, and oh, I overheard okay. you say it. So <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were playing um, "What Dreams Are Made Of," which is an iconic Lizzie McGuire song from the Lizzie McGuire movie. And is she singing that? Mm-hmm, she is. So she's also a singer. Yeah, there's a lot of backstory there that we are not going to have time okay. to go into. This is a Lizzie McGuire podcast, by the way. <laughs> a recap. Yeah. Let me go episode by episode of Lizzie McGuire. Let's do it. I don't think people would appreciate that. Episode one, Even Stevens. <laughs> totally different show. Ah, dang. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, they were playing a song on, on the course today, and I was living my best life, and you got into it, and I was proud of you for that. Good job. I just got went off on a little mind question okay lizzie mcguire did they have cartoons for lizzie mcguire so lizzie mcguire um was played by hillary duff it was like live action but then it would sort of like it was like to she would her, like talk to herself kind of like her thought process okay yeah did that happen in even stevens too as well i don't think so no I, okay the, the, it was like claymation for like the um intro to even stevens like the credit opening credits were claymation but that's okay. the only like cartoon style i might have those two confused in my brain okay because i i know shia labeouf yeah he is from even, even stevens. stevens correct holes correct yes even stevens is kind of like what launched his career i would say okay yeah and then christy carlson romano she also was on even stevens um, she was what she played a shia labeouf's older sister she was like the main character one of the main characters yeah okay yeah it was about like their family okay Anyways, not that people care about that. <laughs> I think they might. You know, people watched it. I loved Even Stevens. That was like prime Disney Channel shows for me. Yeah. Did you watch Disney Channel? Yeah. What did you watch? Um, Gummy Bears. What is that? Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Are they like, is that a cartoon show? Yeah. Oh man, people are going to probably like roast me for this. Is that no, like that the was, equivalent of the uh, Beastie David, Boys? David the Gnome? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? I watched uh, Double Dare and stuff like that okay. too. Yeah, that was fun stuff. Yeah. I was on, well, Double Dare... Was Double Dare Disney? No, it was that Nickelodeon. was Nickelodeon. Yeah, because I was on an episode of Double Dare. Oh, really? Because they used to film it at uh, Universal. Universal. Yeah. We also same were thing on with... an episode of Slime Time Live. Ooh. Yeah. Same thing with Guts. Yeah. Same thing with Legends of the Hidden Temple. A yeah. lot of my friends from high school or middle school were on Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's so exciting. I miss like Nickelodeon presence at Universal. Right? It was so much fun. Yeah. And then they had, there was at one time in Orlando a Nickelodeon like resort. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore, though. Correct? No, it's like a Howard Johnson now. Oh, okay. That was Still a lot there. Of fun too. I remember that. I think we stayed there as a kid and I was living my best life. Something about gnomes and gummy bears. Yeah, they're cartoons. Those David were on Disney gnomes. Channel? Yeah. Did they have live action well, shows? Well, it was, it was on Disney on Channel. On Disney Channel? Mm hmm. Maybe, but not that I watched. I wonder when the first, here we go on our tangents. I wonder when the first Disney Channel original movie aired. Like, what was the first Disney Channel original movie? Ooh, it's a good question. I might have to look that up. Are we allowed to look it up? Yeah. Like, absolutely. right now? Yeah. Also, <laughs> David the Gnome, Gummy Bears. Um, and then like Tailspin and stuff like that, like Disney Afternoon. Oh, okay, yeah, Tailspin. Right? I watched Tailspin. What Darkwing was... Duck. Darkwing Duck. Did you watch that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gargoyles. Yes. Yeah, I watched Gargoyles. Street Sharks. Mm. I don't think that was Disney. Okay, yeah, I didn't watch that. But it was in the same era as Gargoyle. I used to. There used to be an Aladdin TV show that I would right. get home to watch. Yeah. Every day. There. Yeah, that was like the big thing is that getting home from school, we'd like turn on Disney, Disney Channel. Channel. Yeah, and all of the cartoons would be playing. Okay. Also on Sat, were you a Saturday morning cartoon kid? E- maybe. Okay. I mean, I that's I can't like name a Saturday morning cartoon right now. I, I want besides from like so they would do like I think it was like called ABC Family or something like that on Saturday mornings, and we watched um, 
Recess was a big one for me. Okay. Have you ever heard of Recess? Recess, yeah. School's out. Yeah, that was a movie. Yeah. Um, Recess I watched every week. Like um, hey Arnold and stuff like that? Yeah, but that was Nickelodeon. But yeah. I would watch Hey Arnold, Rocket Power. That was my jam. Rocket Power? Is that not Pokemon, but it looks like Pokemon? I don't think it looks like Pokemon. Because yeah. there's Team Rocket on Pokemon, Correct. right? Yeah. Maybe I'm just getting those two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, it, it's animated. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd have to see the people from Rocket Power. Um, Like a picture of them to be like, Oh, I've seen that. Before. I'll try to find that. Okay, it's look. It looks like can of worms. My, can of worms. Never heard of it. Was the this first is like the Shaggy Dog? The first Disney. I don't know what that is. Shaggy Dog is a Disney movie. It's like oh. 1930s or 40s or something. Oh, it's like okay. a long time ago. Oh, okay. No, it looks like the first Disney Channel original movie was no Northern Lights. Northern Lights with uh, I have with no idea. A Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm. No, that was saying that just based on the era. No, no, uh, I think that he had a movie called like North. Oh, okay, or something like that. Well, that he would make sense for that, like that time period in Alaska. I think the Thirteenth Year. I remember that movie. No, it's about what happened a, then. It's about a guy who like turns into a mermaid, or maybe he is a mermaid. I don't remember the specifics. Wow, Smart House. That was in nineteen ninety nine. I remember this one. I remember the name. I didn't watch it. Oh, I watched Smart House for sure. Yeah, iconic. Okay, uh, Brink. Brink. Yeah. Is this a movie or is this from Smart House? No, it was an iconic Disney Channel original movie. Okay. Yeah, it's about skating, roller skating. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? No, but I do remember like a rollerblading movie. Yeah. That was not Disney movie. It was like in the theaters. It was called like. Maybe that was like a thing in like the late 90s. Yeah. What 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 was the name of that rollerblading movie? Leave us a comment, the name of that rollerblading movie. You guys all know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Kid moves to town. And it's like, he's the only one that rollerblades. Oh. And like all the BMXers and skateboarders are like against him. But Dude, he can like really hit the ramps. Is BMX still like a thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. People are like super into it. Because I feel yeah. like like when I was a kid, that was so popular with shows like Rocket Power. Like Rocket Power is about a group of kids who live like on the coast and they rollerblade, they surf. Ooh. I don't feel like they make shows about these things anymore. No. Even like Tony Hawk, like that was huge and like skateboarding like um video games were like, yeah. super popular do they tony hawk pro skater yeah do they play still that iconic anymore? really well Nobody yeah plays it probably yeah mm. interesting yeah i think they're gonna come out with a new one correct me if i'm wrong is tony hawk he is um i mean i know who tony hawk is okay. <laughs> people just say that first and foremost <laughs> but isn't he the one that recently has been popular on social media because people will like go up to him and be like you look just like tony hawk yeah okay and they're like, they're like, I wonder what he's up to these days. And he's like, this <laughs> right now. That's so probably, funny. Probably waiting in line at TSA right now. <laughs> Anyways, but he like travels with a skateboard and everything. Yeah, they're just like they can't put they that can't together. Put, well, he like looks different than he did when he was younger. So there was also a show on MTV when I was younger. Uh, this was more into like my teenage years, but there was an MTV show, and it was about a kid who skateboarded in like California, and I think his name was Ryan. I'm blanking on that, but people might listen to this and and be if if they if they were like big into MTV in like the mid 2000s, early 2000s, they would know what I'm talking about. So comment that Ryan skateboarder. Yeah, I wanted to say Ryan Cabrera, but oh, it's yeah. not Ryan Cabrera. Ryan Cabrera, yeah. <laughs> doing a lot of karaoke at Planet Hollywood. I want to meet that guy. You should just go to karaoke at Planet Hollywood. You'll meet him. <laughs> He's done it twice so far. <laughs> anyway, so. I don't remember what we were talking about. We haven't even, we, this is the start of the episode. <laughs> yeah. We talked about what, what was our, what were we even Disney like? Disney Channel oh, original movie. Disney Channel. I don't know why we got there though. Eh, okay. No but, big deal. <laughs> back on schedule now. <laughs> so with, 
one of the questions that I wanted to like ask you and oh, talk about and stuff like that. Yeah, but this is before all of that. Okay. Um, speaking of Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire, how is the holiday season for you? We haven't, yeah. we haven't. So, full transparency, we recorded our pilot episode like in November. Yeah, like end of November. Yeah, it was after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was. It was around the time of that because it was when Jollywood Nights was happening. We talked about that oh, on the yeah, episode. Yeah. So we have not like talked about like Christmas. How did that go? How did the holidays go? Anything Wang good happening? Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was easy. Yeah. Because it was just my parents. Everybody else got sick. So it was just my parents that came over. Yeah, we can understand that. We yeah. we had the flu go through the household. Francie got the flu and then Luke had the flu. So it, it like changed our plans, which was kind of weird. But right. But it was good. We had a good Christmas too. Yeah. Did anything fun park things happen during the holidays for you? Fun park things like yeah. at Disney? Mm-hmm. I finished all of the you um, did. all of the attractions at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Tim had like a full list of attractions and not just like rides, but experiences. Yeah, like I had to watch the the morning show. I had to watch right. Happily Ever After. I had to ride an omnibus or ride a Main Street vehicle. Yeah, and the goal was to do all of that within the year 2023. Right, and I understand that that's like a thing that somebody could do in a day or a couple of days. Yeah. But I wasn't making it a specific goal to do in one video. Right. It was like every time I went to Magic Kingdom, I would ride a couple of rides or do a couple of things. And then the last video that I just did, I had to like do like five things because it wasn't, there was like a few things left. Right. And you did it. I did it. You finished it. And everybody was pretty nice about the, uh, the Casey's Junior Splash, Splash and Soak. I don't remember what you did for that. I don't splash think Splash some water on my hand. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I also brought up the question is like, there were kids running around having a good time, even though the water wasn't, because it was too cold for the water to be on. So even though the water wasn't turned on, those kids were running around experiencing it. Okay. And I was like, are they not experiencing it? I would say that they would be experiencing so it. Was, so I took it as an experience myself. Good. You won. I did it. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy the shirt, though, that said I did it. Yeah. Which is it, it, shocking to me because I feel like that's one of your sayings. I did I, it. I did it. Yeah. We did it. We did it. <laughs> but we hadn't done it yet. We, like, scan into a park and you're like, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe if you go back to the expo, I didn't really like the colors though. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You have to just kind of go with whatever color they choose for the race. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the run Disney. I did it shirt for the 10 K that we saw at expo the other day for those of you who don't know what we're referring to. Um, but congratulations. I was excited to hear that you finished it and you rope drop magic kingdom. When's the last time you rope drop magic kingdom? August 22nd, 1996. I don't know. No, I just, I really don't know. It was probably a while before that though, right? Yeah. You're, it's you don't not a thing that we do. Rope drop. Yeah. Neither do we. We're more of a like close the park kind of family. You're in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day guy. Yeah. The hottest time, the busiest <laughs> time. You'll find me there. We are definitely more of like an evening park family, but mm. our boys are older too. So they don't have like as early of bedtimes. And we tried to keep Jackson up once to watch happily ever after us. Oh, I'll fail. That's sad. Yeah. One day it'll happen. He'll see it. Um, he saw uh, Harmonious. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures and videos of that. Yeah, um, sad. Harmonious. Harmonious. Rest in peace. <laughs> Way to bring that up. Sorry, that's the what he saw. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, same with us. Holidays were good. Um, the flu was unfortunate. It kind of shifted some of our holiday plans, but we ended up having a good time, just the four of us. What do you think each child's favorite gift was? Oh. Um, is that a fair question to ask or is that like yeah i think so so um ethan asked santa for bluey toys oh okay santa delivered 
And so Ethan was just on cloud nine with a bunch of Bluey toys. But we also got in the mail um, from a company that had just reached out to me and sent me some stuff for the boys, a Spider-Man toy. It's like a Spider-Man, almost like a Hot Wheels setup where, you know, because Jackson loves Hot Wheels too. Yeah. It's one of those like toys where you put the car on, push the button, and then it just keeps going around and around. Mm -hmm. Ethan loves it. Okay. He will sit and do it over and over again. Just watch it go? He loves it. Yep. So Does I would, he like it when the cars crash into each other or does he just do one car at a time? Ethan, like, so for those of you guys who don't know, our, Ethan is my youngest son. He's five and he has autism. Um, and so he loves, there's something sensory or or something like about the wheels on a car that he really like fixates on. Yeah. Um, and loves watching like the wheels spin and loves watching like just the tires go around and around. Um, and so he loves that component of the like machine. The fact that like the continuous movement of right. the cars is just fascinating to him. But is he just one car or two cars? He likes to stick with one car. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, it is really interesting. You know, I, I, I know that like with my childhood, I loved when the cars crashed into each other. Right. It felt exciting. But Ethan just loves that like continuous movement. He likes that like repetition. So. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah. But I would say that's probably one of Ethan's favorite gifts. Um, and then Luke is in his Lego era. Ooh. Luke loves Legos. And so he got a lot of Lego sets for Christmas. One Lego set in particular is going to be a, a Luke and dad project because it's like 2,500 pieces, I think. Um, it's a foosball table. Ooh. Yeah. That's exciting. It seems so daunting. No, it's not bad. <laughs> We've got a lot of Lego around. You can't. But you're, you're video, a Lego but guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Jackson does it too, and we do them together. Yeah, I wouldn't consider myself a Lego guy. Why not? I don't know. I don't have the patience for it. Oh, it's relaxing to me. I could just sit there and do it all day long. No, it's not relaxing to me. Oh. It's more stressful than anything. Stressful? Yeah, this is just me being totally like transparent here, but yeah, it stresses me out. Oh. Yeah, it's just there's like you, you get the book, and it's like those books are like, they're serious. Like there's so many pages and it's just like one step after another. I hope people can relate to this, but like, it's just so daunting. Mm. And then, yeah. And then like, God bless Luke, but he's just like really into it and was like ready to just start snapping pieces together. And I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> like that doesn't go with that one. But then I also want him to like have fun and do it himself and kind of figure it out. Yeah. So it's that's just... the hard thing about Lego. Yeah. Because it's a set. Right. You can buy him like just a bunch of bricks. Right. And like let him put together whatever he wants, but like you got him a set. Yeah. So like it's hard we, to We have rules to follow. Right. But you, and you, you don't can't... want you don't need him to follow the rules. He doesn't no, need to. But I also if he wants it to function the way that it's supposed to function like a foosball table cuz you're right. supposed to be able to like build this Lego set and then play foosball. Right. And so we we kind of have to have the pieces like go the way they're supposed to. Yeah. So it's like this awkward moment. This is a fun fatherhood conversation, but it's this awkward mo moment of like, do I interject or do I let him go and then like figure out later, ooh, this was wrong. And we've had those moments. I He's he's done something and I'm like, yeah, well, you'll get there. And then he'll notice it and he notices the picture looks different and we'll go back and correct it. But there are moments where I'm just like, can I just, can I, can I just inter interject here for a second? Wait till you get to this one. I have a Lego set. That's the uh, Stranger Things Lego set. Yeah. Right? Uh, Will Byers' house, right side up, upside down, uh. together. Right? Awesome. 
right there on the table, that's Hopper Silverado or uh, Chevy Blazer, okay. right? You guys can't see it, but it's in a thousand pieces right now on the table because oh no, Jackson <laughs> plays with it like a Hot Wheel. Right, right, right. And that was something that like it goes I, the tracks. I built that. Right. I wanted it to be a display piece. Right. But I'm not going to take it away from Jackson because he's playing with right, it. Right, right. So like the struggle is real. It just gets to just let it go. Blown Elsa, up. Yeah. Elsa would say it's just it is what it is. That's that's yeah. the, that's part of fatherhood for sure though, and just parenthood in general. Yeah. Yeah. You you something that you cherish so dearly <laughs> sometimes just doesn't make it. I had a for my first half marathon, and this will be a good segue into Run Disney. But my first half marathon was last January, and I bought a metal pin that I was so excited about, and I had that metal pin like I didn't want to take it off of like. When you say metal pin, you're talking like the metal that you get at the end of the race in pin form. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's and that's a popular like run Disney item that they sell. They they sell like a pin version of every single one of the medals. Right. So I bought one for the half marathon and I was holding on to it and I like kept it in it's like I don't want to say casing because it's not necessarily casing, but like in the wrapper. Yeah. And um I went into the office one day where it was sitting and it had been ripped out of the wrapper and was like just like chilling on the counter and I was like <laughs> what has happened here <laughs> and luke just wanted he, he was like why is this still in this little box thing and ripped it out and was thought he was doing a good thing and you know you just have to just roll with it sometimes. this that's true <laughs> nothing it feels sometimes like nothing is your own and that's okay right yeah but that's fatherhood oh yeah <laughs> speaking of fatherhood you my father that's younger than me led me on my first run disney event i did the marathon weekend 10k i guided you yeah <laughs> it was great it was so much fun to be able like to be on the course with you um and just i love watching people experience new things and i feel like specifically with you like that's not going to happen often like you've done most of the things done a lot of stuff yeah far more than i have yeah and so it was fun to be able to get to like experience watching you soak up your first run disney race not that i've done a ton I started last January with my first half marathon. And so Run Run Disney, we could talk about Run Disney for a second too. Run Disney kind of works as a season. So there are four race weekends at Walt Disney World during this quote unquote season. And it starts with Wine and Dine, which happens in November. And then um, and it kind of correlates with Food and Wine Festival at mm -hmm. Epcot. And then Marathon Weekend happens, which is where the only Disney full marathon takes place. Um, and that is what we're participating in or have participated in right now in January. It's always at like marathon weekend. I'm not doing the marathon. Right, right, right. But it, it, it's labeled as marathon weekend. And that right. includes the 5k, the 10k, the half marathon and the full marathon. And that happens in January, always like the first weekend in January, not including like New Year's day. Right. Um, and then, um, princess weekend happens and that happens in February. And then springtime surprise happens. And that's a fun one because that one, the theme always changes. Like we never know what. Oh, it's a surprise. It is. We never know what the theme is going to be. Until day of or? No, they announce it ahead of time. Like we know that, uh, and that happens in April. So we know that in April, the theme for those races are Peter Pan, uh, Lion King, uh, Up, and um, Stitch. Very like a, an adventurous sort of theme. Why that, are there four? What's the four? So they do a 5K, a 10K, a 10-miler, and then oh, they do a challenge. Miler. Yeah. And the challenge is the 10K and the 10-miler. Or it might be all three. I don't know. Okay. Fact check me on that. Anyway, so they always have some sort of challenge with every race weekend. 
Um, in wine and dine, they do a two course challenge, which is the 10 K and the half marathon. Um, they do a challenge with princess weekend. Obviously they do the dopey challenge, which is all four races marathon weekend. They also have the goofy challenge, which is the uh, half and the full. Correct. And so if you're doing dopey, you're also doing goofy. Do you get medal for goofy? I do. Oh yeah. I got a shirt for goofy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so by registering for Dopey, they give you a participation shirt. And if you're watching on YouTube, Tim is wearing the participation shirt that is given for anybody who did the 10K. But they give you a shirt for um, every race that you do and also the challenges. So by signing up or registering for Dopey, I got um, the four race t-shirts and then I got a goofy shirt and I got a Dopey shirt. Wow. Pretty cool. Six shirts. Um, yeah. And then I'll have six medals to go along with it, which is exciting. I don't remember where I was going with all of that. Oh, just giving you guys an outline of Run Disney. But... Yeah. And then we kind of go into the fact that like I ran it. We both ran it. Yeah. It was a good time. It was. I was very, uh, I don't want to say anti-Run Disney, but I wasn't all in. Like I'm not like everybody that does Run Disney is like you're going to be in it. Yeah. What? Do, how do you feel about it now? Uh, I might do another one. Yeah. Welcome. Maybe. Welcome. No, I don't know. <laughs> We've drawn you in. No, it, it's 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 just such a positive experience. Going to Disney is so much fun. I love going to Walt Disney World. I love being at the parks. And Disney always does things so well in terms of experiences. And that is true to how you experience a race at Walt Disney World. The attention to detail is incredible. The cast members are fantastic. You always feel so supported and just energized by everyone around you. And it also brings out really good, like, attitudes and vibes in people on the course. Like, every everybody, and I, I'm sure there are moments where this is not the case, but for the most part, everyone is there to just, like, support each other, to cheer each other on. You've got, like, fun signs from spectators throughout the course on, yeah. on the sides. We and, saw one as we were finishing that said, you're halfway there. Yeah. And then one next to it said, She's bad at math because <laughs> we were finishing. Right. It's just fun. And and what's cool about Run Disney is that you're running through theme parks, but you're also running around resorts. And so the resort guests will literally just walk down out of their rooms and they probably have family that's running, but they just stand there with signs. Um, sometimes they have cowbells. They're just like cheering everyone on. There are quiet spaces um, where resort guests have to be like a little bit more quiet. Like I know that on Boardwalk and probably Beach Club and Yacht Club today, we ran past those resorts and i know sometimes the resorts do ask that the spectators like keep it down a little bit because uh, probably people are still sleeping yes sleeping because it does happen that's another thing about run disney it happens very early um and we we alluded to the fact that we had been up so early the race starts at 5 a.m um the first it, runners correct, start at 5 a.m correct but it suggested that you get there probably around 3 30 in the morning just to make sure that you have time they all begin at epcot in the parking lot so it gives you time to, it's a lot of walking before the race. Um, it's a good warm up though. Yeah. You walk from the parking lot through security at Epcot and all the way over to the other side of the parking lot. Um, but then it gives you time to also meet some characters. There's usually characters out there for like a pre-race party. Um, just get everything that you need. If you, they have places where you can check in like jackets this morning was pretty chilly. So we all wore our jackets for a while and then checked those in so we could get them after the race was over. Yeah. And uh, buy some food, buy some coffee if you want. Exactly. A There's lot of porta potties everywhere. Yes. A lot of places use the restroom if you need to, and most people do. Some people more than others. <laughs> I do. I use the bathroom a lot. <laughs> That's just the thing that happened. It, the the pre race party is always a lot of fun, but it, you have to get there with enough time to like make sure you're ready to go because you're 
put into different corrals and your corral placements are based on what they're anticipating your timing is going to be for the race. Um, so those that are fastest will be at the beginning so that they can sort of like clear the track. They're just going to go and they're going to get, it'd be frustrating for someone who anticipates like really being able to finish the course very quickly to be put in the back because they're going to have to run through that many more people in order to finish the race. And when I say that many more people, it's usually thousands of people that participate in these Yeah, races. easily over 10,000 today. For sure, yeah. So it, it gets pretty congested. It gets pretty crowded on the course. Right. So the corrals go, um, and they start wave one at 5 a.m., but we were in the last corral um, today. Corral D, I think we were probably in wave six. Yeah, and so we um, we didn't start until like six o'clock, an hour, a 6.15 maybe, an yeah. hour, an hour, 15 minutes after the first wave has started, which gets pretty chilly because we were just standing around for a while. So. Right. Right. Um, standing there. Yeah. A lot of standing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of standing and then it's like, and now it's time to run. Yeah. And then you just go. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, uh, easier than I thought it was going to be. So like running a 10 K I had never done. Yeah. And I was intimidated by it. But then I also run, uh, three miles in the morning. Like if I do run, which I had been doing for the week, two weeks prior, um, was three miles in the morning. And if you can run three miles, I said this in the video that's going to come out. If you can run three miles, you can do a 10 K like fully run, stop to start to stop at five K. You could do a 10 K. No problem. Cause all we did, especially a Disney one. The thing that was nice about Disney is that there's so much going on. You have a chance to rest. Right. So like we ran and then like right away there was a character. You're like, oh, yeah. let's stop for a second, take a photo with, who do we, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. And then like, you run again, and then there's the mile marker. You're like, oh, let's take a photo with the mile marker. And then you run again, and then there's another character. And yeah. then you run again, and there's a water station. And then- And it's not just like, you know, you you obviously are stopping and capturing a lot of content because you're vlogging, but it's not, people don't do that just because they're vlogging. People are stopping because they want to see the characters, and they're right. stopping to take pictures with the mile markers because it's fun, and it's exciting. And that's what I love about Run Disney is that, it's just constant entertainment happening. Right. Even if it's not Disney entertainment, they have brought in local bands to play. Like local high school bands. Yeah. And, high school choirs. Right. And and so it's just, there's there's DJs left and right all over the place on yeah. the course. Um, so it never feels like there's long gaps between the miles. I say that. The 5K and 10K, they're pretty condensed, so they can, you know, pack a lot. Jam more a lot of people in there. Right. When you start to spread out, and I haven't done the full marathon yet, I will report back, but um, I know with the half marathon, it does sometimes feel a little bit more spread out in terms of like the distance between some of the entertainment, but it still is such, it's such an exciting experience. I feel like you lose track of the fact that you're running six miles. Right. I didn't lose track of the fact that I was running. Right, right, right. But it didn't feel like six miles for sure. Yeah. Which is why I feel like people can do more than they think they're going to be able to do with those races. Right. Yeah. Right. It seems daunting. Six miles can feel like so much for someone who's never run six miles before. But when you get out there, it flies by. But if you are planning on doing one of these races, be prepared. You will hurt afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, a, it's an exercise. I'm you are exercising. slightly sore after the two races that I've done. Yeah. And I'm nowhere near done with my mileage. So I finished the 5K and the 10K, and I've done... 9.3 miles and I have 39.3 miles to go. Yeah. Even tomorrow after your half marathon, you're not halfway done with my mileage. I'll with be around 22 miles tomorrow. 
and we'll still have 26 to go. Yeah. It's a great time. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. I'll report back. I'll definitely be talking about that in next week's episode, which by the way, we've, we talked about this, um, on social media, but as far as episodes go, just a little fact for you all, they're going to be coming out every Monday. So, um, some people asked about that, like when is our release schedule every Monday that's going to track. Yeah. We are hoping to do it early in the morning so that people on like their daily commute can listen. Yeah. Um, if that's what you guys want. Yeah. You can always leave us a comment and say, no, we don't want it to be early in the morning. I don't, you know. Yeah. Seems like if it's early in the morning, then if you want it later in the afternoon, it'll be there. Yeah, they can listen, whatever. Whatever right. works best for you guys and what your schedule is. But, and I know like podcasts are just fun to listen to if you're driving to work. They're fun to listen to if you're like going for a run. Actually. I listen to podcasts while I'm running. So yesterday during the 5K, I was running and one of our listeners said, hey, I'm listening to you right now. And so that was pretty awesome. That was a fun moment. So sometimes like if you want to listen to a podcast while you're running, I know like cleaning the house sometimes I'm like doing chores around the house and I'm listening to a podcast. So I know that this is not helping out us, but I also like to listen to audiobooks. Yeah, for sure. Listen to Frankenstein. Yeah. I I have never gotten into audiobooks and I wish that I would. I would I would like to do that more. That is books in general are something that I'd like to do more of in twenty twenty four. Audiobooks run Disney. We did it. <laughs> These are our tangents. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk more about how the rest of the race weekend goes for me. But um, yeah, it's a good time. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the rest of Dopey goes. And I can't wait to finish that final cr- uh, finish line and like have that sense of accomplishment of like, I did this. I finished it. I did it. I did it. That tracks. We did it. <laughs> On to the next thing, yeah. which is new news, new things coming to the theme parks in 2024 because it right. is the new year. New year, new things. Yeah. So 2024. I, I have like a list of stuff that I want to pull up, but um, there, it's interesting because it doesn't feel like there's a lot of things coming so far in 2024. Right. But one of the big things that we have coming, and, and happy new year to you all, um, but one of the new things, or one of the big things that's coming in 2024 uh, that's not on my list, but um, is something that I think will like open up the window to more news about Walt Disney World in particular is uh, D23 Expo. Oh, D23 Expo. Actually, I I thought you were about to surprise us with something like... No, I don't have insider news. Oh, okay. (laughs) But D23 is happening in August, and I think that with that event, we will learn a lot more about what the future of Walt Disney World is. I I really hope so. it's, It's about time. These past two, like D23 Expo two years ago and Destination D23 last year, we didn't get a lot. It was all blue sky ideas. Nothing right. like finalized. And those of you guys that are not familiar with the blue sky term, blue sky is like looking up at a big blank blue canvas and you're saying, what can we do? The sky's the limit. Right. And so we the did it. The limit. We did. <laughs> the sky is the limit. It's not the limit. Because. <laughs> There's things past the sky. There's, yeah. Well, it's the sky. It's the clouds and the stars in the sky. Past the atmosphere, at least. Um, <laughs> galaxies, black holes. Uh, do you remember what I'm referring to there? That's part of our pilot episode. Do you remember that? We talked the sky's the limit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was saying. I didn't know if you were tracking there. No, I was bringing it back. Okay. 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 Just I'm the one that brought it back. <laughs> not you. Just, just confirming. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm, I think that with D23 happening in August, I, I cannot imagine how Disney fans, Disney parks fans, well, Disney World fans will walk away from D23 and not have like 
clarity anything on on some changes at Disney parks. And right. I, I don't mean like changes on on current attractions, but but new things. Right. What's happening in Dino Land? Correct. What's happening behind Big Thunder? Correct. What's happening? We need specific anywhere. Yeah, and 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 a lot of that, and a lot of people talk about that being in response to all of the changes that are happening over at Universal Orlando, and we have Epic Universe coming in 2025, which is pretty wild to think about the fact that that, that is now next year. Yeah, we will have a and new, it's an entire new theme park, a new theme park in Orlando next year, built by Universal, and honestly, some very cool potential experiences at Epic Universe. Like, yeah, some of the themed lands are going to be fantastic. Super Nintendo is coming to Orlando. That's very exciting. I got the opportunity to go to Super Nintendo World over in Hollywood. Loved it. It was awesome. So I can't wait cool to go to it. Yeah, I think you're really going to enjoy it. I can't wait for you to experience. I can't it. wait for you to experience Universal Classic Monsters Land. <laughs> but I know you love horror. Yeah, that'll be interesting. How to Train Your Dragon. I love How to Tra- Train Your okay. Dragon. Yeah, those. That's the. I those movies are like so enjoyable to me, and I I can't wait to see how they like put that into a theme park. So this is all 2025, but it does tie into something that is happening at Universal Orlando in 2024. Correct. We are getting a DreamWorks land. Correct. And that's at the current Universal Park. Right, which is where KidZone used to be. Right. Kind of over by E.T. Yeah, it's where like the Woody Woodpecker roller coaster was and uh, Fievel Goes West, like playground. Fievel's playground. Yeah. 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 I loved Fievel and I loved Woody Woodpecker. Oh. Yeah. We do know that we are going to, they are retheming that. Well, we don't know. There's a rumor, hasn't been announced, that Woody's Woodpecker, Woody's Nuthouse Coaster was rethemed to what's called the Troller Coaster. Okay. Right. Trolls themed. Trolls themed. I'm not a big Trolls guy. Okay. Do you enjoy those movies? Yeah. Does Jackson like them? We've seen them. He's not like... My boys are, for some reason, are not into it. It's fascinating because with DreamWorks, there's not a lot of movies that the boys like really get into. They into Shrek? Um, they've watched Shrek and they enjoy it. I love Shrek. I think Shrek is fantastic, but that's from my childhood. So now, do you think that that is your doing? Maybe. Maybe it's because, because you're we like primarily are watching like Disney Channel. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably. We, Maybe it's just my personal like preference though too. We know? watched the Trolls cartoon show. Yeah. Like the television show. Yeah. And Jackson liked that. I know Trolls is wildly popular. Right. But uh, I don't know. Just never really gotten into it. We're going to have Shrek's house. We did go see, sorry, we did go see Puss in Boots and the boys loved that. Okay. Which it was fun for me because, you know, it's tied into Shrek. So what did you just say? Shrek's house. Oh, yeah. going to be in DreamWorks land. Which is exciting. I'm looking forward to that for me personally, not necessarily yeah. for the boys, but you know, it'll be cool. I'm That's all what I can think of offhand. That's coming in 2024. Right. Um, so we we jumped into Universal, but we jumped into Universal because we you know we talked about it is it's true Universal has made a lot of changes and they have a lot of exciting things coming with Epic Universe and a lot of people are saying it's time for Disney to respond. I have not always been in that mindset. Like I think Disney does what Disney does and they do a good job at it, but it's starting to feel like that. Well, here's the thing: Disney is still packed, right? Why do they need to respond, right? Right. They're still when they when you look at theme park attendance every year, Disney is still winning. Right. If we're looking at it as a competition. But they, there are still more people going to Disney than there are Universal. But that doesn't mean that they just need to sit and, you know, own that. I do think it's time to and they know that. That's why they've been giving us blue sky ideas. They're right. they're building the excitement behind it. 
but it's time for clarity. And with the wait line, with the wait times too, we do need more attractions. Yeah, we need to spread the crowds out more. Yeah, there's a space at, at Magic Kingdom that I will forever wonder what's going to happen with, and it's where Stitch's Great Escape was. That's been closed for years, and we still know nothing about right what could be be in there. Why not? I don't know. Where did you like Alien Encounter? Extraterrestrial is that what it was called? There's like been three. Oh my gosh, I didn't yeah. even know. That. Super spooky stuff. It was fun. What was I? I remembered the one before Stitch's Great Escape. What, which one was that one? Alien Encounter. Yeah, I that terrified me as a child. Yeah, I never wanted to go on that. That's the good stuff. No, not for me. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about things that we know that are coming to um, Walt Disney World in 2024. Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Super excited for that. Which I feel like is getting very close. Yeah. Like closer than I we think it is. Yeah. Once they put water in there, then I'll be, oh man, we're getting close. Yeah. I, I, I don't say close like it's going to be opening next month or anything, mm-hmm. but like they've recently put up flowers around. Yeah. Well, they'll finish the outside before they finish the inside. Right. And, and obviously we can only see what's happening on the outside. So we don't right. know what's going on on the inside of it. But I do feel like that thing is making more progress more quickly than maybe some of the other attractions have made. And how long it's taken some of the other attractions at Walt Disney World. If you had to predict when that was going to open, what would you say? November. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I would have said end of summer, but you're probably better at this than me. So I'll say December 31st. (laughs) Oh, gosh. What was it that opened? Uh, December, was they it said the hat box, or no, they said Hatbox Ghost was coming by the end of November and he showed up November 30th. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, they stood true to their word. There you go. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, I guess by the end of summer, we would already know that by now if it was happening at the end of summer. Yeah. Yeah, they would, yeah. They would want people to start booking their vacations. Which is sad because it's a water ride. Right. I don't want to be the riding it in the winter. Although winter doesn't really get cold here, but like... I mean, it can get pretty chilly at the end of November and in, into December sometimes. We know that Country Bear Jamboree is getting reimagined. So right. we anticipate that'll be closing pretty soon. Um, and we don't know exactly what they're going to be doing to I Country thought we Bear. did. We know that they're changing the soundtrack, but we don't know like... I thought it was a show that... And maybe this is just a rumor that I heard that Japan was offered... Oh. And Japan's like, no, no, we just want to keep what we have. I don't know. I, I only know what they presented at Destination D23. Yeah, I guess you're right. It was just like we're getting updated songs and they're going to be Disney songs that are country verified. I don't know if like any of the animatronics are having any sort of adjustments to them. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that. I think that they could use a little bit of TLC for sure in there. Just the entire space in general could right. use some TLC. And they're older animatronics too. So there's still like a... a, a what do you call that? Like a phase before this? Right. Is it a phase? What is it? Sure. A series yeah. before yeah. what we currently have, like right. the Hondo Onaka with his Correct. fluid arm movements. Correct. More lifelike. So it'll be interesting to see if some of the animatronics become more lifelike in there as well. Ooh, I'm... lifelike bears. <laughs> we love to see it. They had a real lifelike bear at oh, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, a little, <laughs> little brown bear. Yeah. Lead by example, I guess. That'll be exciting. That'll be fun to see. I'm I'm on board with that. I know that there's a lot of people that love country bears and are very nervous for that. And I get that. You have something that you love so much and it, and you're told that it's going to be changing. I understand why that would be like stressful. But, but you got to bring in the kids. Yeah. And I think if you look at country bear jamboree and you look at the wait times, it's always low. And that means people aren't going. Right. Like they're ready for change there. Right. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm anxious to see what the new soundtrack looks like. I personally don't want it to just be all IP. The way they teased it to us at Destination D23 was um, it was the song from the Jungle Book. And so... And bear Necessities. Yeah. Bear-themed songs make sense, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to just be Disney IP songs. Okay. But I feel like it could happen. 
I think it will. Yeah. That's kind of what we do these days. Yeah. And I Which don't makes sense. That. I like IP. I love IP. It makes sense to put that into the attractions. But I do love like that Country Bear Jamboree had some like original songs as well. Not that I necessarily loved. Were they original songs? I don't know. I don't think they were. I think they were. They were like renditions of yeah. songs that existed. Yeah. Okay. And at the time, they didn't have a lot of IP bear songs to use. But also, they are from a different era. Oh. So some of them might have problematic lyrics. Oh, there. for sure. Yeah. And like I'm on, on board for all of those changes to be done yeah. for sure. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But I, I do feel like other songs could be developed that are original songs yeah. for the Country Bears to sing. Like, do you remember the Country Bear movie? Yes. Weren't there songs in there that were sung by- I never them? saw it. That was that was a childhood favorite of mine. Really? Like the CGI bears? Yeah. I don't know why. No, were they CGI? I think they were like, like they think they were like costumes. We'll have to go back and watch it. Okay. <laughs> Pretty sure they were CGI. I don't think they were. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Maybe not, but I feel like they were- it was not very realistic whatsoever. And I loved it. Okay. <laughs> but well, it, there you go. I was able to s- suspend my disbelief for that movie. It was definitely not a movie that received like great reviews. Critical acclaim. No, no, not at all. But I enjoyed it as a kid. But I feel like maybe there were some songs in there that the country bears sang that they could bring into this attraction. Okay. We'll have to do some research. Watch that. Epcot, Communicore Plaza, and Communicore Hall are coming in 2024. Excited for that because it's an opportunity for... More seating, more relaxing places, and more food booths. That will definitely open soon. I mean, I feel like that's a priority for them to finish. They're working hard on it. We yeah. can, we can see a lot of the work being done just in that space um, around World Celebration that has recently opened. Um, and I agree, especially with all of the festivals. We've got Festival of the Arts coming this week, and then we've got fe- uh, Flower and Garden starting at the end of, of February. This week? Yeah. Then not next week? January 12th. Yeah, that's next week. A week from today? How do you judge time? Right? Is it is a week from today, but that's next week. Technically, they will be listening to this on Monday, so it's this week. Oh. Are you changing your story? <laughs> I didn't change my story. Okay. You win this round. <laughs> Just trying to keep it realistic to when the people are listening here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. This week. Communicore will be opening soon, and I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be nice to have like that space. For sure. And I think maybe we get like a little, not a restaurant, but like a little quick service beverage stop so that people can like grab a drink and sit down in World Celebration and hang out. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Because there's not any of that really. I mean, there's a whole restaurant by World Celebration with um, connections, but that's a a full quick service stop. Like, it makes sense to have a little spot to get a drink and hang out, especially for Epcot. Hollywood Studios, we have new Star Wars adventures coming in spring of 2024. Star Tours. Star Tours, sorry. Yeah. Star Star Wars, Star Tours adventures. Right. So they're just adding in some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. New scenes, which will be interesting because I feel like it's pretty up to date with the movie so far. Maybe Mandalorian stuff. Maybe. Or Soka, maybe. They're just time traveling. I know that that is opening at Disneyland in May. So I'd assume that maybe it'll open the same at Walt Disney World. Maybe. I don't. They don't have to change anything. Right. It's just, like updating projections. It's just, yeah, it's just new like scenes. Right. Um, and then they're also going to be reimagining The Little Mermaid, a musical adventure, and that's going to be coming in fall of 2024. It was like a puppet stage show. Correct. It, which was fun. Yeah. It's it's tied into uh, Animation Courtyard. It's like a part of Animation Courtyard. Right. I, it has been sitting 
for a since long. COVID. Yeah, it had it never reopened after COVID. How do you feel about it being reimagined? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I don't know. I I feel like I was hoping that they were gonna do more with Animation Courtyard. Like I feel like that area. So you've got the Little Mermaid there. You've got uh, Blanche Bay, which is Star Wars, and really at this point, just an opportunity to meet uh, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, and BB-8. Not Kylo. No, it's Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Because Kylo is at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, he's Edge. in Galaxy's Edge. You know, that's cool. And and I appreciate the opportunity to meet those characters, but it doesn't necessarily fit anymore. Right. Um, and then you've got uh, the Disney Junior dance, dance party. party. And so all three of those things, like, don't necessarily make sense together. Right. What does Star Wars, like, fully have to do with Animation Courtyard at this point? I'm not quite sure. Nothing. But the only reason it's called Animation Courtyard is because... Right. That's the animation building. Right. The, the where they used to yeah. animate Disney cartoons. But how cool would it be to like reestablish that? Not necessarily, obviously, they're not going to be animating movies in there. But how cool would it be to like build off of that and make things? I don't know. I don't know. I, if I could do a brainstorming session and really just like add in different IP, I, I, we don't need The Little Mermaid again. Okay. I feel like we've got The Little Mermaid at Magic Kingdom, and so why not be a different show completely? Could be The New Little Mermaid. I, based on the renderings, it didn't look like The New Little Mermaid. Uh, it didn't look like live-action Little Mermaid. It looked like the animated version of Little Mermaid. And so, I don't know. I, I would have been on board had they teased it being connected to the live-action. I would have been all for that. But if we're just doing The Little Mermaid again, I don't know. It, there's so much, so many other popular disney ip like movies that don't have representation at the parks that people would have gone nuts for big hero six give me a big hero six show how cool would that be pretty good and they have big hero six now obviously over in uh disneyland at dca DCA. yeah but we don't have it san francisco we used to have a a big hero six um we used to have a baymax meet and greet and that went away and we don't have any baymax anymore at walt disney world so those are just thoughts. All right. If you guys have a suggestion for Animation Courtyard and what you would have done different with The Little Mermaid Show, or maybe you're very passionate about The Little Mermaid and you would, you're you very excited. I I like The Little Mermaid. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like it could have been different. Okay. So, but I, I, I mean, will I go see it? Absolutely. Anything like new and exciting, I'm, I'm here for. That's like most of the news that we have. I'm sure there's other things that have been teased or other things that we like could have potentially missed that are maybe like smaller things. Right. Um, I know resort wise, I, I think that they're supposed to be, I know they're supposed to be working on all of the cabins over at Fort Wilderness. Right. So those should be, aren't they supposed to finish those by the end of 2024? I think so because they don't have to do anything. Right. They're, they're just, built off site and they're, they're parking them in place. Oh yeah. They're just hauling the old ones away. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. And like fit and finish. Uh, that I say exciting. It's exciting to me. I also realize that that is sensitive for some people as well because they love the like the cabins on the fort right they like the look of them and the look is definitely changing look is really different it is not as rustic right as the rest of fort wilderness is and and so that may not excite you which i can understand like i understand that when you go to fort wilderness you want that rustic feel you want to feel like you're in the woods camping i am personally so on board with the reimagined look of the cabins i love like the new aesthetic of them i think it feels fresh and clean and i like how bright it is yeah for me personally yeah because it the cabins now feel so dark i'm, I'm on board with it bring it on but i understand some people are not excited about it and i get that 
I'll, I'm, I am on board with it as well. Yeah. But. You and I think very similar when it comes to that kind of stuff, though. Yeah, I'm all for anything new. Yeah, same. Most Mostly. There's some things that I would be, like, devastated if any change. Little Mermaid. <laughs> Definitely not. I, I'm not devastated. I think it, I see, I, I'm on board with it being new, but it's not totally becoming new. And that's why I'm like, what, what, heck? what would you be devastated? I would be sad if they changed Space Mountain for us. I love our version of Space Mountain. I know that everyone says that Disneyland's version is better. And I get that much more comfortable. It's smoother. It is calmer. You don't like feel like you're breaking your neck, <laughs> but I love our, dis our Space Mountain. Right. That would make that would make me sad. What if they changed it so I couldn't touch anything anymore? Made it a little bit bigger. That would be actually okay with me as long as they weren't changing like the ride itself because that actually stresses me out that you can touch things. Yeah. <laughs> we did it with the lights on during the Christmas party and I was just touching everything. It was not. And Nick's like, stop that. I was like, can you put your hands inside the vehicle, please? <laughs> I don't know. What else? What are some other like classic Disney attractions that I would be sad to see change? They changed the carousel? Ah, uh, whatever. Okay, change Dumbo. They already did. No, like made it not Dumbo anymore. Oh yeah, that would tick me off. Okay, <laughs> there's the line. You've drawn it. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? You can't not have Dumbo. What? Peter Pan. Don't touch Peter Pan. No, absolutely not. Small I, world. Nah, change it. <laughs> These are what? <laughs> Only because Small World's been around longer. Yeah, but not than Peter Pan. They're both opening day attractions. I mean, but Small World at. Disneyland. Oh, don't change Small World at Disneyland. Okay. I love Small World at Disneyland. That's why I'm okay with Walt Disney World. Like, they have the better Small World for sure. Tower of Terror. Mm, don't change it. Okay. Yeah. I like I like that we have the original version of Tower of Terror. And, and it's I unique, too. Yeah, and I don't think that should go away. I, I like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. I think it's a great time. I've done, like, the Monsters version, Monsters Unleashed Monsters version. Monsters After Dark. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. What did I get Monsters Unleashed from? Is that a movie? Uh, I think it is. Um, but I like I like that version. I enjoy that. I think it fits well, especially with the like addition of Avengers Campus at DCA. Monsters Unleashed might be the name of the horror attraction that Universal is building in Las Vegas. Oh, is it? I think so. I don't know why I would know that. I don't pay attention to that. Right. Stuck it to me, Brave. <laughs> I think those are some main attractions that I would I would be a little sad. Space Mountain would break my heart. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any of those? You're, no. You probably don't. You're like change it all. No, I like I I don't think that they ever will change Dumbo and stuff like that. But I'm for I'm of the mind that Epcot will always be in a state of becoming. Yeah. So you know I'm for that same thought for the entire Walt Disney World Make property. Sense. There's really not that many attractions keep, as I think keep about moving each it park. forward. Yeah. There's not that many that I think about at each park that I would be like devastated over i am a little bit sad that they're that they're they've been talking about doing dinosaur but i do like the idea of indiana jones yeah but like we have indiana jones they're not it's 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 what's out in california right i hope it's different at least but i don't know that it will it be. won't be because it's the same exact dinosaur and indiana jones are the same ride right right so why would they make it different i don't know i'm just asking like why not like add different scenes of indiana jones in there is what i'm thinking that would right. be that would be cool because then there would be a difference between the two Shia LaBeouf. I'm going to tell you an attraction that is going to be so polarizing for people. And people are going to be mad at me and they're going to come after me more so than they came after me for the Beastie Boys. But this is an attraction that I would not care if they changed at all in the least bit. And that is Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Change it. To what? Gut it. 
do whatever you got to do with it. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> what? what? Wait a second. Why? Give us the Nightmare Before Christmas version all the time. What? <laughs> Did I hurt your feelings? No, you didn't hurt my feelings. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't, I don't care about Haunted Mansion. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was cool that we got the Hatbox ghost, but yeah, whatever. Change okay. it up. What about pirates? Um, I like pirates. You would keep pirates. Don't change pirates, but change Haunted Mansion. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Man. I'm going to get canceled. Whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Come at me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Jeez. No, I, I, I just don't. I, I think I like Haunted Mansion at Disneyland better than our Haunted Mansion, but I like it even more when it's the Nightmare Before Christmas. And I don't even like the Nightmare Before Christmas that much. It's just different. Okay. You know, when I, I would really appreciate if we could get the Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas? Why do I struggle with words sometimes? Um, Christmas. Haunted Mansion Holiday. Yeah, why not? Why can't we have that too? Because we are too busy of a park. What? Haunted Mansion doesn't have the ability to have downtime. Oh, because they have to close it for so long at right. Disneyland. Yeah, that right. makes sense. Like Hatbox goes, we got an entire new feature right. character and they didn't shut down the ride they just roped off or like curtained off a section right it was like almost an overnight thing disneyland has the ability to or we're shutting down haunted mansion right. haunted mansion holiday right and it's not anybody's it, okay fine probably not anybody's first time at the park because it's a locals park right right but people s- save up their entire lives to come to walt disney world and would be devastated if haunted mansion wasn't what right. it was even though i just said that they could change it yeah, I said what I said. I think that's it. Oh, the Polynesian, the oh, tower yeah. is supposed to be done. The new DVC tower will yeah. be done. That'll be done by the end of 2024. As long as there's a restaurant in there, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, this is very specific, but I'm I'm particularly excited and ready for the pathway from the Poly to the Grand Floridian to be done. Right. I want. There's no way right now to walk from the Poly to... The Grand Floridian. Right. There's just not a way. The, and that the only pathway is for construction workers only. That uh, diminishes your amount of, of of choices for food right. if you're staying at Grand Floridian or if you're staying at Poly. Whereas before, you could like go yeah. between the two. But I'm also just a huge, like I love the Polynesian and, and I love Magic Kingdom. So I love going like, instead of eating lunch at Magic Kingdom, I love leaving the park and going to get food from the Polynesian. And obviously I can do that on the monorail, but I actually enjoy the walk from Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian and then being able to walk from the Grand Floridian to the Polynesian. I can take the boat as well. I just like to walk. I'm a boat guy. Are you? You're boat over monorail? Yes. I don't know. Oh, I knew that. You love the ferry. Take the ferry. Yeah. No, I'd rather do the All day, every day, take the ferry. Monorail. Takes longer, but it's better. Monorail. Which team are you here? Teams. We're not doing teams. Ogdenville. Who are you more of? A Nick or a Tim? Are you a fairy kind of person? More of a Shelbyville idea. Or are you a monorail kind of person? Monorail. The way that you whispered monorail is 100% Simpsons. <laughs> I don't, I, they're going to get canceled for this, but I've never seen an episode of this. Never seen an episode? Never have. <sighs> yeah. Shaped ta- my child. We talked about this though. You know, I don't remember that. We, uh, <laughs> we did it in one of your vlogs. So okay. if, if you follow, if you've been, if you're watching because you watch Tim's vlogs, you probably will remember this where we were at Universal and we were walking through, what is that land called? Springfield. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that place is. Um, and we, you were asking me questions about things and I had no idea. 
I can't name any of the characters. I know Bart because my father's name is Bart. Oh. That's about all I got. Homer, he's the dad, right? Yeah. That's all I got. You don't know Lisa? Is there a Marjorie? Marge. Marge. That's the mom. Okay. Millhouse. What? Millhouse. Is that a name? Yes. <laughs> That's Millhouse. That's Bart's friend. Uh, people are really going to come after me again. Like it's I like went for these people. A bunch of stuff in this episode. Me, <laughs> you want to you want to shut down the haunted mansion? <laughs> you hate the Simpsons. I don't hate the Simpsons. Don't say these things. I don't hate them. I'm all for people loving them. I've just never seen an episode. Anyways, <laughs> there it is. This is not going well for me. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Uh. Where 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 did we get to the Simpsons? <laughs> uh. I don't know. Oh, you said that my my saying monorail. Oh, monorail. Yeah, monorail, 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 monorail. Do they say monorail in this There's episode? a whole episode about monorail. About Walt Disney World? No. Mm. They want to have a monorail at, well, they don't want it, but the guy convinces them to did build a Disney, monorail. Did like, put monorail on the map? Like, yeah. did they invent the monorail? No. No, because it's not even a Disney product. Right. But Bombardier. When, but when people hear monorail, their brains probably go to Walt Disney World. Yeah. Did but... the Disneyland monorail exist? Be- no, it didn't exist before Walt Disney World. Yeah, it did. It did? Didn't it? I don't think so. I think that the monorail was something that they developed for Walt Disney World when it opened, and that was what was getting guests from the Polynesian and the Contemporary to... Yeah, because the Contemporary was built essentially around the monorail. Right. No, I'm not questioning the fact that uh, the monorail was there when Disney World opened. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering if Disneyland's was there first, because I think that was another one of those things. Disneyland's was 100% there first because Richard Nixon wrote it. Oh. Monorail, for me, just brings like all the nostalgia. Like As a kid, we didn't take the ferry, we took the monorail. feel like the monorail at Walt Disney World needs an update. Yeah, for sure. So I trust the boats. But I do appreciate that when the 50th happened, we got the lighting. This is something so simple, but the lighting underneath. Yeah, that was nice. The monorail, I really appreciate that. Did you know that the signs at Ticket and Transportation, Transportation Ticket, I can never remember which one it is. Transportation and Ticket Center. TTC. Mm -hmm. uh, The signs of the monorail, they... The lighting matches the lighting effect that's happening on the monorail. Oh, that's fun. So like during Christmas, it was red and green flashing on the sign. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that detail, especially at Epcot. When you're standing in front of Spaceship Earth and you see the monorail go by, it just makes sense for it to light up underneath. The monorail opened at Disneyland in 1959. 59. So like... So not the World's Fair. A significant amount of time. So Walt would have worked on that. What year did Walt pass away? I don't remember. 60 something yeah so interesting fascinating so yeah that that makes sense so then they would have built matterhorn around the monorail or by the monorail yeah yeah anyway there's a little another tangent for you all right well before we wrap up like news on 2024 parks right i also want to like shout out to some of our local parks as well like sea world orlando um, we've got Penguin Trek coming in yeah. 2024. New roller coaster. Yeah, you went to the media event for that. Yeah, I'm very excited for a new roller coaster. Yeah, I feel like SeaWorld's up in their game with coasters Yeah, in general. Got a lot of them now. I got to go back. I have not been able to ride Pipeline. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, I want to go. I, there's so many coasters there that I've never experienced. I've only ever done Mako. Mako's good, though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, but it, it definitely gives you some air time. That's for sure. Oh, wait till you ride Pipeline. Oh, dear. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that. Assy's Underwater Twist. That's going to Aquatica. Aquatica. Okay, I've never been to Aquatica. So um, that is a ride. Tassie's Twisters is a ride that's there right now, and they're retheming it. Okay, okay. To have, uh, it has a bowl that has like video projection. Oh, that's fun. So it feels like you're in the water with the fishes. That's cool. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, Legoland, we have um, 
Lego Ferrari race, which I I haven't heard of yet. I haven't either. That'll be fun. Exciting to check out. I haven't been to Legoland in a long time. Got to get back. Yeah. Uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa, Phoenix Rising. That's coming in spring of 2024. New roller coaster. They're going to have to build that very quickly. I was there. Well, I guess it's been a couple months and they were really laying like the the foundational work for it. Tracks started going in already. Wow. So they're yeah, fast. It's coming. That's exciting. Wait. And that's going to be like a family coaster, which I'm excited about because the boys will appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Um, and then um, Castaway Falls is coming to Adventure Island, another place that I haven't been to in a very long time, and I'm hoping to go this summer. Which is their water park. Correct. But you also missed out at Legoland. They're oh. getting a sea life. Oh, yeah, sea life. It's like a big aquarium. Oh. In the park. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's very exciting. That's coming in fall of 2024. Yeah. Wow. That'll be really special. Yeah. Legoland is not a place that we frequent often, but we need to, especially because Luke is now in his Lego era. Yeah. He will lose his mind. If you have an annual pass to Legoland, you do get a discount on Lego set. Don't tell Luke that. It's the truth. <laughs> that, that's a lot of our local parks. And then just a quick highlights over at Disneyland. Um, a new, that's something that I'm very excited about. A new after hours event was introduced for this year. I say I'm very excited. I don't think I'm going to be able to go, which is very unfortunate. Disney Channel Night is coming Ooh. to Disneyland. The recess school's out? No. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire? Yeah. Okay. Cheetah Girls. Even Stevens. Probably some Hannah Montana. Oh. You would be like, it would be so much fun for you and I to be able to go to that event because <laughs> I just would be interested to see if you could catch a lot of the references. Can't. But <laughs> uh, would would High School Musical be in there? Or yeah. That was a movie. No, I they, they gave like a tease of some of the events that are happening. And I think one of them is like a High School Musical dance party or something. Okay. Yeah. So if we went, we would all be in this together. Be in it together. <laughs> okay. All right. Good one. Good reference. I did it. Got to get your head in the game. Zach Efron. <laughs> I watched that. Not watched it. It was playing at the Chippendales campfire. And it was very confusing because it felt like it started right in the middle of the movie. Did you watch it from the beginning? That's what felt like it started in the middle. Yeah, I guess so. Like Zac Efron was at a party. Yeah. And then his mom's like, well, his mom came and was like, you got to get down to the party. And he's like, all right, fine. And then he started singing at the party. He went with a karaoke. Yeah. They randomly got placed on karaoke together. With what's her name? This is an iconic moment in um, a lot of millennials childhoods. Yeah, but it felt like it was the middle of the movie. Um, if you walked in, so here's the thing: and they're singing karaoke. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is the middle of the movie. Like, no, they, because there's such an awkwardness between them. They don't know each other, but they haven't been introduced yet either. Um, what What do you mean by that? Like, when do they? When does anyone in any movie receive like a formal introduction? You You start out the day. Hello, everyone. My name is Zac Efron. No, Zac Efron. He's <laughs> I'm like currently portraying Troy Bolton. Alarm goes off. He's late for school. He has to hit it. He's getting his book bag on he's running out the door he's but like that his mom's like don't forget your waffles and he grabs him i'm late for school mom eats that's, them that's his introduction and then gets on the bus and he's like and then it's like cutaway like a voiceover is hi i'm troy bolton i'm on the basketball <laughs> no, team. that doesn't happen in every movie we sing karaoke too <laughs> look at my hair <laughs> look at my hair troy is introduced i think the first time that you see him and I could get fact-checked on this for sure, but I think he's playing basketball with his dad. The mom walks in and says, boys, we've got to get ready for the party. Right. And so the the, the guys are like, okay, we've we got to do this. we got to get ready to go to the party. And then he goes to New the Year's party. Eve party. Correct. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I did have a listener message me and say that that is the High School Musical is their, that movie that they watch every New Year's Eve. Oh, that's a good idea. So you've seen Grease. 
Yes. I think there's more. Tell me more. I think there's a lot of similarities to High School Musical and Grease. Like, who's the beauty school dropout? We're not going there. Oh, okay. (laughs) But but doesn't Grease? Um, and I have seen Grease. I just I have not seen it a ton of times. But doesn't Grease? It starts in the summer with. Um, it starts in the school year and then they're reminiscing upon the summer. Right. So it's similar vibes, I feel like, with High School Musical. Is Zach Efron the cool kid? Yeah. And who's the girl? She is new to the school. What's her name? The, the actual actress. Um, Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. Mm-hmm. She's. Gabriella. Is new name. to the school. New to the but school. But she's like a cheerleader. Like, like, no, she's not a cheerleader. I she's, guess. she's like a, a little bit of a nerd. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. very intelligent. Um, Okay. And so like the, the, um, what is it? Like the, the math club or they have a name. Mathletes. Something like that. Want to recruit her to like join them. But okay. then they both, I'm giving you the whole plot. Of you know, I, we don't need to hear the whole plot. <laughs> I, I understand the, the, the vibe now. But the, doesn't that like sort of feel similar to Greece? A little bit. Does Sandy, she is new to the school, right? Uh, yeah, because yeah. she she yeah, they yeah. met over the summer. They had the fling, and then all of a sudden she shows up at the school, and he's like, "Sandy." Yeah, that's the same with High School Musical. Yeah, but she's like uh, a square. What does that mean? A square? <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, she's like, I, I, yeah, a nerd. Okay, is nerd not okay a, to say? Is that a bad thing? No, it's totally fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, but she's she's not a nerd though. She's not like he's a greaser. Right, right. Which so he's guys, like, but that's not bad Troy. news. Troy's not a greaser; he's just a jock. Okay, he's like that's the, where I think the difference shows up. Yeah, Troy is like a popular like school hero because he plays on the basketball team and he's one of the best and he wins the championship kind of thing. Okay, but then they, you know, all right, we, enough high school musicals. Disney Channel Night is coming. Disney, Disney Channel Night, and I am very excited about it. Zach Efron will be there. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe you never know. Wow. Vanessa Hudgens will be there. I almost said Vanessa Gold. If they had like, <laughs> if they had like actual Disney Disney Channel stars at Disney Channel night, whoa! What if Hillary Duff was there? She might be. She the goes in- to Disneyland a lot. I know the intense FOMO that I will fear feel when I'm here at home watching people's stories. Tragic. They also Fantasmic is officially coming back May 24th at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Okay. May 24th is re- it's it's returning. So it closed down because the dragon caught on fire. Dragon caught on fire. Uh, and there are changes. So I have never seen Fantasmic. Me neither. At Disneyland. Really? Yeah. I want to. Everyone raves about it. Every time that we had the chance to see it, something went wrong. Oh, no. And it like wasn't showing that yeah. night. It was like raining. What? It never rains in Southern California. Never rains in Southern California. Oh, no. And uh, I sang it wrong. There's a song. But we were there and it was raining. Yeah. So there was no Fantasmic. Same. It's either been raining or their entertainment schedule can be kind of different at Disneyland too, where it doesn't yeah. always run every night. Like we have here um, at Walt Disney World. Right. Same with their fireworks shows. They don't always run every night. So um, I've never seen it, but apparently something is coming back that used to exist with the show with like the pirate ship. Oh. And it's some sort of like Peter Pan scene. Oh, okay. And people the are fight there. scene where they're like jumping around on the pirate ship. Yeah, I guess so. People are very excited about it. So I don't know. I I really want to see Fantasmic. I'm trying to go to Disneyland in May, but I think that the trip that I'll take is going to be before this returns. So maybe when we go for Destination or or D23 Expo. Yeah, maybe we'll get to watch it. Maybe. First time. I am kind of sad right now because I can't remember the name of that pirate ship. Yeah. And it's a thing that I knew, but I can't remember now. I don't remember. Mm. That would have been a fact. Maybe you'll bring it back. 
Um, also, re- the return of Pixar Fest is happening. Um, their Tiana's Bayou Adventure is also coming back. They're having a Haunted Mansion ex- attraction expansion. Extending the uh, the queue is changing. Right, not the actual attraction. And to the right, I think they're getting a gift shop, oh, okay. which they don't have currently. Right, yeah. So... Yeah, so nothing... And I think they're moving the Pet cemetery or making it more accessible because it's oh. behind the Haunted Mansion and you, like... You would miss it. That queue does need some help. It's very tiny. Very small. Oh, and so Run Disney specifically, they're, they have uh, Half Marathon Weekend is returning, which is actually happening next weekend. Oh. Um, this weekend. Wait. If we're speaking in terms of Monday. <laughs> There's another race this weekend? Yeah, at Disneyland. So, at Disneyland. Well, okay. yeah, which sounds like, oh, wow, that's all the way over there. But there are people who are running at Walt Disney World the weekend that we are recording this marathon oh, weekend. going over there. And then flying to California this week to Coast go to Coast run the half marathon next weekend. Sounds like so much fun, but also very exhausting. Sounds tiring. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. And then they also have a new Halloween half marathon weekend coming that in September. Fun. You would be so into that. Yeah. Would you do... A half marathon in September. <laughs> it also would be a lot to go at the beginning of August to Disneyland and then turn around a month later and go back to Disneyland at the beginning of September. But right, I think one day you need to put maybe the first half marathon you ever do. I feel like it's so on brand for you for your first half marathon to be a Halloween half marathon. The only problem is that's not the same as a Walt Disney World half marathon because yeah. it's through the streets of Anaheim. Yeah, not as exciting. So it's not as action packed. Yeah. I feel like it would feel it would feel a lot more like a race outside yeah. of Walt Disney. World. Like, uh, we're going just there's another business. There's the Howard Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> there's the yeah. Pizza Press. They're not as exciting for sure. But yeah, so those are some highlights from Disneyland. A lot of fun things coming. We talked a lot. We talked a lot about a lot of news and a lot of things coming. Yeah. But really that's what we wanted one of the themes of today's episode to be is is what is coming in twenty twenty four. New stuff. Exactly. And I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait to see what 2024 brings. I can't wait to be able to participate and experience all of those things and take you all along with us. On yeah. Those adventures. Taking the podcast on the road. On the road to Disneyland. That will be so much fun to record an episode at, at D23. Yeah. We're going to have to really figure that one out. But. Easy. I got it all figured out in my head already. <laughs> <laughs> you just got, I just got to buy one thing and we're there. We have plans. Um. So yeah, thank you guys again for listening. And um, we can't end this oh. without a random fact. Here's a fun fact. Oh, me. I have a fun fact. Okay, go, go ahead. You, you say yours. If you're looking at a plane, there are two lights on it. One's green and one's red. Okay. So if the red light is on the right-hand side, it is heading towards you. Oh, interesting. If the green light is on the right-hand side, it's headed away from you. I feel like that in my brain, that would have been opposite. Red, right, returning. Uh, coming at you. Interesting. Yeah. Um, here's a fun fact. This was in my, um, to prove that I did my homework on the Beastie Boys. And we'll end it with this. The Beastie Boys coined the term mullet. Like they are the ones who named the hairstyle the mullet, the mullet. Like they are responsible for that. Really? That is what I was told in my By research. By who? I don't, uh, the, the, the internet. <laughs> uh, I like it. You don't believe it? Uh, I want to believe it. Well, I'm sure that that will get fact-checked. But as Mulder says, the truth is out there. But that's what I was told, and that is just simply to prove I don't really care whether or not they came up with the term mullet and if that's true or not. I just want to prove to you all that I cared very much 
about your um, frustration that I didn't know who the Beastie Boys was, and I did my research. Give me a band to research. Somebody like, from your childhood. From my, from my Spice Girls. <laughs> Cheetah Girls. And Cheetah Girls. That would Cheetah be fascinating Girl. for you to research the Cheetah Girls. I'm going to come back with the most wild stuff from the Cheetah Girls. Wow. Wild is such a perfect word for the Cheetah Girls. Oh, yeah, because they're cheetahs. <laughs> no, I mean, for real, what's a band that you know? I'm fine. Stick with the Cheetah, Cheetah Girls. You came up with it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say that like the Cheetah Girls were like a like, quintessential part of my childhood, but they were very popular and I watched the movies. Okay. So yeah, give me some Cheetah Girl facts. All right, I'm doing it. And I bet I will know some of them. Ooh, okay. Yeah. What's Raven Simone's middle name? I don't know. I don't either. But I was just saying that could be a fact that I come up with that you wouldn't know. Okay. Yeah, that's great. I want to know, like, I want you to to be able to name the other actresses that were in the Cheetah Girls. Okay. Yeah. That'll do it. All right. Sweet. Cool. All right. Perfect. That's how we're going to end it. Well, thank you guys for joining us on That Tracks podcast. Uh, New episodes every Monday. Yep. We will see you next Monday. And next Monday, we will be able to talk about a couple of different things. We'll be able to talk about uh, uh, Festival of the Arts. Oh, yeah. Because that starts this week. And uh, we'll be able to talk about, like, what I plan to be there the first day. I know Tim will probably be there the first day. So it's on Friday, though. It does. Mm. It could get complicated. But we will we will try our best to get there, get a lot of information. Um, and if we don't talk about it on next week's episode, we'll talk about it the following week. Okay. Good news is it goes on for a few weeks. So yeah. we will be able to break down. I know they've already released the menu, so we'll be able to talk about some of that. And we'll talk about some of the merch that they've teased. I'm not going to go into specifics. Oh, the popcorn bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. I was going to leave a little teaser, a little. Oh, okay, there's the popcorn bucket. <laughs> we won't say what the popcorn bucket is. Don't. Okay, spoil it. It's uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> we gotta have a little bit of a cliffhanger. Okay, and then we'll we will absolutely I will be able to talk about the rest of my run Disney experience with yeah. Marathon Weekend. You'll have all your medals clanking. We will see if I can walk into this room. You can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. Proud of you. Should I wear my medals? They're too loud, <laughs> but you can wear them in spirit. I honestly don't think I'm ever going to want to take them. We off. can, we you can bring them and we can clank them into the microphone one time. Perfect, and then they can hear a massive six medals, the full clank. Six, yeah, yeah. Four six races, medals, two four challenges, races, two challenges. Yeah, heck yeah. There you go. Thank you guys. Appreciate you all. We can't. We should make a medal holder, <laughs> like on Etsy. Etsy folk, Etsy you guys should folk. create. A thing that's like specifically for each marathon weekend. Oh. Has the shape of the metal. I think they have stuff like that. You can wear it all at one time. Oh, so they don't clink? Yeah, like a giant. I I like the clinking. When I'm walking around the parks, man, clink away. Okay. Then they know I'm coming with my medals. Whoa. All right. (laughs) I feel real cool with those medals on at the park. You've got to go to the parks. You know, (laughs) we always try to end an episode and then we end up on a tangent. But the Monday after race weekend, every race weekend is called Metal Monday. Ooh. So you have to go to, you got to go to a park on Monday and wear your metal around the park. Oh, okay. It's Just, not like death metal, thrash metal. No. Mm. <laughs> I won't be there. You know, oh, okay. All right. I got tons of other stuff to say. We got to stop. Yeah. They're tired of hearing us at this point. No. Appreciate you all. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. We'll see you or talk to you next yeah. week. You'll hear from us tomorrow, <laughs> next week. Goodbye. Bye.